Well, happy Thanksgiving. I hope that all of you are going to have the best Thanksgiving ever here in 2021. This is Pastor. We're coming to you today for your daily devotion. I'll do my very best to keep you uh, for just a little while and release you back to your family. But it uh, just so happened that the uh, devotion that I had planned out for today winds up on Thanksgiving. So it's going to take just a little while, but hang in there with me. Uh, we've been talking about raising the hallelujah praise. We have been doing this for about a week now, and there's so much more that we can bring to you today. Before we go any further, go grab your Bible. We're going to be in Psalm chapter 149. It's really important for you to really study the Psalm. It teaches you how to pray, but not only how to pray, it teaches you how to praise and it teaches you how to worship. It's really important that we understand that. And it's really good for you to study the book of Psalm simply because, especially when you're looking at praise, you can go into one chapter and there can be 10 to 15 different words for praise. And there can also be 10 or three or four or five different words in each and every verse for praise. So today, if you have your Bible, Psalm 149, we're going to start there and we're going to do our devotion today. And it starts out like a lot of other Psalms does. And it says, praise ye the Lord. It's really our word, hallelujah. And you remember I told you the word hallelujah means that we all are coming together in all forms of praise. But this word here is a little different. It is the Hallel type of praise. This is the praise where we all come together and we're acting like a madman. We're uh, in doing so, we are stultifying all the plans of the enemy in our life. We're putting all of his um, despairing plans uh, that he has against us at naught and causing them to be impaired. So the Lord is saying, when you get to this area, you come together and you began to praise the Lord, this is going to be a weapon type praise. So as we come into this, it turns your praise in from just praising the Lord to it turns it into a weapon. And that's where we're going today. So he says, praise ye the Lord. And he says, sing unto the Lord a new song and his praise in the congregation of saints. And that word praise there is a different word as well. That's the Tehillah praise. If you remember that, that's the praise where you are going into a spiritual song and you are singing a spiritual song to the Lord. It's lyrics that you've never heard before. You're putting it to a rhythm. And God is saying when we all come together, all of us should start singing a spiritual song. We should just start singing the spiritual song into the Lord. When the whole congregation begins to sing that spiritual song into the Lord, then it starts to become a weapon. And verse number two, it says, let Israel rejoice. I wish all of you would circle that word. That word literally means to brighten up and to be excited and to cheer up and to cheer other people up. It really irks my heart to see people walk into the church and they act like that they have had the worst week possible, that nobody uh, knows what they're going through. But we are commanded here in verse number two that we are to come in and we are to brighten up and be excited, cheer ourselves up and cheer each other up. And notice what he says there. He said, let Israel brighten himself up, rejoice, be excited, cheer themselves up, cheer other people up. In him that made him, then it says, let the children of Zion be joyful in their, their king. That word joyful there means to spin around. It means literally to get up and dance. It means to spin around. Now, there's several different types of dances. We're going to look at that today. 
but it's talking about dancing in the presence of all your brothers and sisters to spin around and be joyful, to get so excited that you break out in a spinning around in a dance. In verse number three, it says, let them praise his name in the dance. And that word dance there means to twist and to spin around. That word praise there in the first verse there, verse three, the first word praise is again the Hallel praise. It says, let them praise him in the dance. So one of the ways that you're starting to show yourself mad is you get up and you dance, you spin around, you do some things like that. Then it says, let them sing praises. That word praises there is the word Zamar. That is when all of us start coming together and we start singing one spiritual song in unity unto the Lord. This is turning things into a weapon. Notice what it says there next. It says you do that on the timbrel and they do that on the harp. The timbrel is a tambourine or the drum. The harp is anything that's a string instrument right down to a piano being the stringed instrument. So it's saying as the music is going on in the church and we're all together and we've come together in a Hallel praise, we come together singing a spiritual song. We come together, we get into the beat of the music. We start spinning around. We start dancing in the presence of the Almighty God. We start singing the praises unto him and we add all the music to that. Verse number four says, the Lord will take pleasure in his people. The Lord will take pleasure in his people. That word pleasure there simply means he will satisfy the debts of the people. Do you realize that there are times in your life that you don't have to ask the Lord to really truly forgive you? You act in an act of praise, and the Lord says, that's enough, I forgive you. The Bible says, in the times of refreshing, I'll blot out your transgression. That's what he's talking about. He's talking about when you are coming in and you're getting refreshed, you're in a praise with the Lord. God looks at you like you have never, ever committed any sin whatsoever. So for that purpose alone, we should all be willing to get up, sing, dance, spin around, shout out to the Lord, do whatever the Lord tells us to do. Now, notice what it says there in verse four again. It says, he will beautify the meek with salvation. Now, that word beautify is a very unique word. It means that you open your mouth and release seed. So we're in the decade of the pig, the decade of the mouth. And every time we open our mouth, we are releasing seed. You've heard me say that before. And God is saying, I will beautify your mouth as you open up your mouth and release that seed. When you release it, then I'll make sure that it will literally bring about the salvation in your life that it says it's going to be. So if you're in this setting and you began to praise the Lord in this way and open up your mouth and start decreeing things in your life, God said, I will take that and I will bring your salvation through the seeds that come out of you. Now, I want you to pay real close attention to the word seeds because we're going to get there in just a few minutes. In verse number five, it said, let the saints be joyful in glory. That word joyful means to jump up and down. Boy, I'm waiting for the day to I see Lib jump up and down, Aunt Janice jump up and down, Betty jump up and down, Tina jump up and down, Trevor jump up and down, Tanya, all of y'all jump up and down that you get so joyful in the glory of the Lord that you jump up and down. That's another part of praise. Now, 
that goes on in the scripture says, let them sing aloud upon their beds. And and that's a really uh, deep saying. I ain't got time to go on all that. But basically it just says that the word sing aloud means you shout, you shout out. And, you know, in the bed, that's a place of copulation. When you're coming together in uh, praise with the Lord, it's, it's like that we are in an intimate relationship with the Lord and we shout aloud in our beds. I wish I could really go into this today, but I can't. Maybe a little later on I'll do it. Uh, it's going to shock you when you see what it really means. But verse number six says, and this is really where I want to get to today. It says, let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. I'll read on to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishments upon the people to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron and to execute upon them the judgment written in his, this honor. Have all the saints. And then it says, praise ye the Lord. It winds it up with have a halal or a hallelujah praise. Go back with me to verse number six. It says, let the high praises of God be in their mouth. So there is a difference between a praise, everything we've talked about, the madman praise, the, the singing a song in the spirit, jumping up and down, spinning around, twisting and shouting out to the Lord, releasing seed. There's something even higher than that in the element and the, the avenue of praise when it comes to God. And the psalmist here calls it the high praises of God. It says, let it be in your mouth. And when it begins to be in your mouth, it'll be a two-edged sword in your hand. It'll go out and execute vengeance upon the heathen. It'll bring punishment upon the people. All of your enemies, it'll bind the kings with chains. It's a weapon of warfare against the enemy. This is a high praise that very few churches reach. Listen to me. The word high praises there is the word ramima. It's where we get the word memorial from. And it's really important. It literally means to lift things up high above deceit, but it goes a little bit deeper. Everything in the Hebrew language has a picture with it. And this word high praise is pictured by the word uh, uh, or, or the word pomegranate. And I know all of us know what a pomegranate is. This word literally means that when you reach the high praise, you begin to be full of seeds of heaven and they are released as you open up your mouth. The word literally means you throw them out like arrows. You shoot them out like bow and arrows. As you reach the high praise of the Lord, you began to shoot out errors against the enemy. And when the church comes together in a body of Christ and we began to get to this level in praise, we release praise. And when we do so, we are shooting spiritual errors against the enemy. And it's important to realize how significant a pomegranate is in the spiritual. The, the, a pomegranate is considered to be a miracle fruit. Doctors will tell you if you eat pomegranate that you uh, literally negate all of the, the um, uh, possibilities of having diabetes, that you uh, negate the process of, of having heart disease. It's a miracle fruit. But there's something about the pomegranate that's important. The pomegranate has 613 seeds in it. 
those seeds, that's what you eat. That's the fruit of the pomegranate. There's 613 seeds in it. God created a pomegranate for a very special reason. The pomegranate was put on the bottom of the, the, the priest's robe when they went into the Holy of Holies, and the pomegranates would hit bells. Pomegranates are symbolic of the fruit of the Spirit. So he's saying now you start moving in the fruits of the Spirit and you're shooting out seeds. 613 seeds on the inside of it correlates to there being 613 divine laws that God gave the nation of Israel. What he's saying is, is that as we come together in pomegranate praise, the high praise of God, that we are releasing the seed. And as the seed, these 613 seeds are in one, in one fruit, those seeds began to be released in unity and they go out into the universe and they produce for you, taking away everything that's an obstacle to God's favor in your life. It is a weapon against the enemy, regardless of what you may be guilty of. When we can reach this area of praise, we are releasing a praise to the Lord by shouting, singing, twisting, dancing, spinning, uh, singing a song, raising our hands, acting the fool, so to speak. We get to this point to where we are fulfilling the entire law. In other words, the only person on the world that has ever fulfilled the law was Jesus Christ himself, 100%. And God says there is a high praise of God that uh, allows you to be in God's eyes as fulfilling all of the laws. And on top of that, you shoot those arrows out in unity and it literally destroys any obstacle that keeps God's favor from coming to you. So for the rest of this year, if you need God's favor, then I just want to challenge you here at this point to let's try together in unity to reach this level of praise. Today's Thanksgiving. The Bible says, enter into his courts with thanksgiving. Today, we're entering into his courts with thanksgiving. Then it's, I'm sorry, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Then it says, enter into his courts with praise. So God is wanting to carry Living Water Worship Center beyond the gate of the tabernacle, outside of the outer court, through the outer court, into the courts of God, the holy place of God in the tabernacle and the holy of holies in the tabernacle. This is a type of praise once we arrive to it that we are in the holy of holies. No darkness can be there and the devil cannot win. Every obstacle that he has in your life that tries to prevent the favor of God on your life it takes out, it, it wipes away all the kings, all the, 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 the predominant devils that there is out there in the spiritual world, and it literally negates everything they do. So God is saying, live in World Worship Center as you raise a hallelujah. Go a little deeper, go a little deeper, go a little deeper. Let's go on a little bit deeper. The further you go into it, the deeper you go, and the more powerful you become, and the more of the enemy you put out of your life. That said, that's your devotion for today. I hope you'll go back and study this chapter. It's very enlightening. God bless you. Have the greatest Thanksgiving ever. In Jesus' name, amen.